when we got contact now, don't we? <laughs> praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Well, uh, the Lord is uh, studying and preparing the uh, fellow. I really, uh, the Lord kind of dealt with me in different fashion than what I that I'm accustomed to and and uh, used to trying to study and prepare and everything. So uh, be a little bit different, not much. Uh, but I definitely feel like I got a word from the Lord uh, this morning and uh, to give to you. And it's uh, it's going to be um, uh, going on a story uh, talking about women. And so it uh, looks like there's a lot of women in the house. Uh, hopefully y'all will enjoy that. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Uh, Michelle uh, said something about might throw tomatoes at me, but I don't think anybody. <laughs> I said that. Oh, that's right. Maybe I said it. But but she said <laughs> she said that y'all y'all probably cherish tomatoes too much to throw them at me. So <laughs> praise the Lord. But it is going to be a, a good a good word in the scripture, and uh, it just happens to be uh, talking about uh, uh, two women, as a matter of fact. But uh, if you would, if we'll just I'll just go uh, before the Lord and stand for uh, the reading of the word. Like I said, it's a little bit different. I'm just going to go ahead and ask the prayer and blessing on the word that we're going to read this morning. Uh, and, and we'll go from there. So, Lord, we come to you today. We just give you praise and glory this morning. We thank you for the service thus far. And, Lord, as we begin to read your word and study your word, Lord, uh, help me to do well in your eyes, Lord. I want to uh, speak forth what you would have said. These are your people that, uh, that I'm speaking to this morning. So, Lord, give me the words and the wisdom to say to them. And, Lord, let it go forth, Lord, that they can receive. In Jesus' name we pray. And let everyone say amen. amen. All right. You may be seated. Praise the Lord. So, this morning I'm going to t- uh, take you to the uh, to Judges, the book of Judges, and we're going to be reading in chapter four. And what uh, what chapter four is dealing with in Judges is, uh, of course, we all know that the book of Judges ta- is dealing with uh, the the time period that there was judges on the land after Joshua uh, had made his uh, many conquests. Not all the land was uh, not all the land was uh, taken that was uh, supposed to have been taken uh, during Joshua's time. But at, as time moved forward, judges began to take place and set in. And because uh, the children of, of Israel, uh, they began this kind of cycle of that we know that we know and read about so much, where they sin and call out to God, sin and call out to God. And and one of these uh, prophetesses and judges was a woman, and her name was Deborah. And and uh, and that's what chapter four is dealing with. You know, a lot of times uh, women kind of get overlooked a little bit, or they may be considered less than just because they're a woman. And that's not that's not the case at all. You're not less than just because you happen to be female or lady. You're still just as strong and as powerful as God has enabled you to be. You can do all things through Christ that strengthens you. It doesn't matter if you're man, woman black or white or what you are strong in the lord the lord gives you strength glory to the name of the lord so uh we're just going to be to begin reading in chapter four and then like i said this is dealing with uh, uh, a prophetess deborah it says it reads in beginning in verse one when ehud was dead the children of israel again did evil in the sight of the lord so the lord sold them into the hand of jabin king of canaan who reigned in hazor the commander of his army was Caesarea, Sisera, who dwelt in Herosheth, Hagodon. And the children of Israel cried out to the Lord, for Jabin had 900 chariots of iron. And for 20 years he had harshly oppressed the children of Israel. So get that in your mind right now, if you will. You know that for 20 years the children of Israel has now been oppressed. 
for 20 years. Uh, the Cicero, who was the commander of the army, he, he just tormented and tortured the children of Israel. And so they began to cry out to the Lord. Now, they were, they were uh, sinning and doing wrong. Not, they were falling away from God, not trusting in Him, not doing His will. Uh, but then after 20 years, they finally decided to start calling out to Him. So as we read in verse 4, Now Deborah, a prophetess, the wife of Lapidoth, was judging Israel at that time. So here's the first reading we find. She was a judge in Israel. And she would sit under the palm tree of Deborah between Ramah and Bethel in the mountains of Ephraim. And the children of Israel came up to her for judgment. So uh, so Deborah was a judge, and she was judging the children of Israel. They would come to her and ask for, ask for, her, uh, for her guidance and, and, and her direction. And she, for, for, tw- for this long period of time, she was directing them. She was telling them what to do. She was their judge. She, she was uh, acting as the best she could uh, for God on their, on their behalf. And so as we read on, uh, then she sent and called for Barak, the son of Ab- Abnoam, from Kadesh in Nephtali, and said to him, Has not the Lord God of Israel commanded, Go and deploy troops at Mount Tabor, Take with you 10,000 men of the sons of Naphtali and the sons of Zebulun. Now, these two uh, groups here were uh, uh, groups of men that, that were like uh, uh, troops and, and soldiers. And she calls for this Barak to, uh, to come and, and was telling him, Has not God told you to go up? And so she calls him out, and in verse 7 it goes on, it says, And against you... I will deploy Sisera, the commander of Jabin's army, with his chariots and his multitude at the river Kishon, and I will deliver him into your hand. This is important in verse 8. And Barak said to her, If you will go with me, then I will go. But if you will not go with me, I will not go. Now, isn't this interesting that he was just given the insight from the Lord that he was to go, and was told that they, he would be delivered unto his hand, but yet he still was shy and timid about it, wanted to back off from it. And so I wanted, I want to tell you this morning, tell someone this morning, has the Lord given you insight on something? Has he told you today that something is completed or something has already been in your favor, that he, is, he has given unto your hand the ability to do something or conquer something? Or maybe, maybe you've been questioning uh, uh, the plan of salvation. Maybe you've been questioning baptism and whether or not you should do it. And the Lord God is saying this morning, have I not already shown you? Have I not already directed you? Why are you being shy and timid? Why are you holding back? Don't be shy and timid. Don't hold back. Be strong. Be courageous. I've given you the upper hand. I'm with you. I'm going to be with you. I'm not going to leave you nor forsake you and let you down. And this is what uh, was said, told to Barak. He, he was already given the upper hand. God had told him. But he still was backward and shy about it and said, I won't go unless you, Deborah, goes with me. Now, this tells me something else, too. He had some faith in Deborah, didn't he? He had some faith in her. That tells me she had to be a strong woman. She had to be someone that was strong and, and, and prayed to the Lord and knew God's will. And he wanted, he wanted that comfort of her being with him. Even though God done told him that he was going to take care of him and his armies and it, that he was going to be given uh, 
uh, Cesarea was was going to be delivered to him. He still wanted Deborah to go. Do you know? Do you know a lady or a woman, a mother uh, today? I know this ain't Mother's Day or anything like that. But do you know a strong woman in your life or a strong woman? Uh, around you that's that strong in the Lord and it gives you comfort that she gives you comfort there's a lot of women that's like that that gives you comfort uh, in the Lord but this morning God God wants the word said that do not be shy and timid with what he has shown you what he has delivered unto you what he has given to you don't be shy and timid about it act on it go forth on it he's waiting for you to act this morning in verse 9 so she said I will surely go with you nevertheless there will be no glory for you in the journey you are taking for the Lord will sell Sisera into the hand of a woman then Deborah arose and went with Barak to Kadesh now, after this time, there wasn't no way in the world. Deborah, I think Deborah was upset at him, but there wasn't no way in the world. She had already been judging the children of Israel for this long period of time. She, was, she knew this was God's plan and his will, and she knew that if she didn't go, that Barak was not going to go. He was going to shy away from it. And she wanted that deliverance. She knew that, 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 that the deliverance was coming, and, and it was in their hand, and, it was, and she was not going to let it pass and go just because of him being shy. So, verse 9, so she said, I will surely go with you. Nevertheless, there will be no glory for you in the journey. So then she gave, she gave him a word. There's no, going to be no glory for him, for the Lord will sell Sisera into the hand of a woman. Then Deborah rose and went with Barak to Kadesh. And Barak called Zebulun and Naphtali to Kadesh. He went up with 10,000 men under his command. And Deborah went with him. Now Herbert, the... Kenite of the children of Hoab, the father-in-law of Moses, had separated himself from the Kenites and pinched his tent near the terebinth tree at Zanum, which is beside Kadesh. And they reported to Caesarea that Barak, the son of Abnoam, had gone up to Mount Tabor. So Caesarea gathered together all his chariots, 900 chariots of iron, and all the people who were with him from Harold Sheth had going to the river Kishon. And I want to pause right here and let you know when he's talking about these chariots of iron. For, for a long time, these conquests that were not completed, one of the things that held them back from uh, like the tribe of uh, Judah, they didn't uh, get to claim some, uh, some of the lowlands, the Bible said, because these chariots of iron prohibited them from being able to claim all of that land. And this could have been one thing that was making... Brack shy and, and timid was knowing what these chariots of iron could do and what it meant for the armies. It could have been, it could have been one thing that led to his shy and timidness. Even though God told him, "Hey, I'm going to deliver them to your hand," He had already told him He's going to deliver. So don't look at what uh, w- what's been in front of you and what you know has held you back in the past. You don't let that hold you back. Now God's given you the upper hand going forward in the future. You don't you don't look at that and what's held you back. You look at going forward and don't look at what you think may defeat you because God is given you the upper hand then deborah said to brag up for this day this is the day which the lord has delivered to syria into your hand has not the lord gone out before you so Barak went down from the mount tabor with ten thousand men following him and the lord routed sisera and all his chariots and all his army with the edge of the sword before Barak. and Caesarea alighted from his chariot and fled away on foot so uh, to to go to speak a little bit on these scriptures here was uh, when it says that it was routed, 
this meant they were severely defeated and the armies was in disarray because something had transpired and happened that gave them the upper hand in victory that, uh, that comes from the Lord. And if you, uh, we won't get to it this morning, uh, but in chapter 5, the Song of Deborah uh, talks about how uh, torrential rainfalls came and the, uh, the banks uh, of the Kishon River had overflowed and muddied the land and, o- and overflowed the banks and made everything so muddy. So guess what? These chariots of iron couldn't roll very good. They couldn't go very well. And so uh, this had given them an upper hand and, she, and Deborah recognized it right away and told him, get up. This is the day of the Lord that he had delivered them unto your hand. Don't hesitate. Don't wait. Go down, go down and attack. This is the day of the Lord. And that's what it's talking about when it routed. It was it, uh, that it was a disarray and a defeat of his, of his armies. So it's in verse 16, and Barak pursued the chariots and the army as far as Harold Sheath had gone, and all the army of Sisteria fell by the edge of the sword. Not a man was left. So uh, Barak did, uh, went, he, he, find, he chased them. They defeated the armies, and he chased them back to their home turf. That's, uh, that's where he did. He chased them back, all the way back to their home turf where they come from and, and defeated them. Now, but however, in, as we read in verse 17, Sisera had fled away on foot to the tent of Jael. And this is where we pick up this other lady the, uh, uh, that, that had her role and her part. Jael, the wife of Heber the Kenite, for there was no peace between Jabin the king. There was peace between Jabin king of Hazar and the house of Heber the Kenite. So he found. So Sisera had fled. He jumped off his chariot. He's fleeing, and he's come to a tent that he thinks there's safety and peace and freedom. And so he's going to. Uh, she she lures him in. In verse 18, and Jael went out to meet Sisera and said to him, "Turn aside, my lord. Turn aside to me. Do not fear." And when he had turned aside with her into the tent, she covered him with a blanket. Then he said to her, "Please give me a little water to drink, for I am thirsty." So she opened a jug of milk, gave him a drink, and covered him. And he said to her, Stand at the door of the tent, and if any man comes and inquires of you and says, Is there any man here, you shall say no. Then Jael, Heber's wife, took a tent peg and took a hammer. Uh, now, this this is going to be kind of interesting. I don't know if I mean it's read this story. This is going to be interesting. Uh, took a tent peg and took a hammer in her hand and went softly uh, to him and drove the peg into his temple and it went down into the ground for he was fast asleep and weary so he died lord have mercy this woman she done lured him in here <laughs> she done lured him in that tent he thought he was safe and all that but he but he was not safe because she she might have been what you call might have called a sympathizer she was sympathizing toward the children of israel and she lured him in made him think everything was all right then she snuck up on him and this woman who a lot of time i've told you you know sometimes women uh, uh, they think they're less strong or, or weaker but she drove a, a tent stake right through his temple all the way to the ground and fastened him down there he was not he was not even going to come up even if he had one, but I'm sure it, it was probably pretty instant. But uh, he wasn't going to come up. She was making sure he was going to stay put. So you have strength in the Lord no matter what, what your size or who you are. You have strength. You can do all things through Christ. Now, I know, that, I know that's kind of a harsh, some, that's some harshness right there. But you have strength in the Lord. You can do all things through Christ. Praise the name of the Lord. So, uh, verse 22, Then as Barak pursued Sisera, Jael came out to meet him and said to him, 
Come, I will show you the man whom you seek. I'll just pause right here right quickly. Remember back when Deborah told him that he was not going to have any glory in, in the defeat of the battle? It was going to go to a woman who got, who got the glory. Who was, trust, who was trusting in the Lord 100%? Amen. And Brack, Brack would have got the glory and honor if he had trusted a little bit more in the Lord, uh, 100%. We can't give half-heartedness. We have to give 100% to Jesus. Amen. We have to give 100%. And when he went into her tent, there lay sister dead with a peg in his temple. So on that day, God subdued Jabin, king of Canaan, in the presence of the children of Israel. And the hand of the children of Israel grew stronger and stronger against Jabin, king of Canaan, until they had destroyed Jabin, king of Canaan. So uh, this morning, uh, it's, kind of, it's kind of a twofold uh uh, message here is is number one. Thank God for strong women. Thank God for strong women who who pray strong, who believe strong, and they're going to stand on God's word when somebody else ain't. Yeah, man. Some uh, sometimes that's what it takes. Some God is going to use the ones that's willing to to give Him a hundred percent and go all the way with Him. Glory to the name of the Lord. And also, it's don't be shy and don't be timid when it comes to God. Don't be shy. If there's, if there's some direction that he has given you, if there's something that you know that he has shown you, don't be shy and timid on it. Give it 100%. Go toward it. He's already told you he's given it into your hand. He's going to bless you. He's going to see you through it. He's going to take care of you through all things. Glory to the name of the Lord. And, and uh, you can be coming on up, Pastor. So this morning I want to leave you with, uh, I, uh, I didn't tell him I, I would read this verse, but uh, the, the song that uh, Deborah sang after the victory uh, in verse 5, in, in, or excuse me, chapter 5 in verse 31, this is the end of it here that I want, that I want to share, you, share with you. And it reads like it says, Thus let all your enemies perish, O Lord, but let those who love him be like the sun when it comes out in full strength. So the land had rest for 40 years. So uh, Judge Deborah gave, uh, saw, through, saw through and fit that uh, they had peace in the land for 40 years after, after this victory and this, and this conquest. And so this morning, don't be shy and backward and timid. Give the Lord 100%. If he's shown you something or directing you away, he's, got, he's given you the upper hand already. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm.